All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies. Gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to R&D, Casa de Awesome, Research and Development. Ermjur. Ermjur. Episode six. Seven. Seven. Man, it's come on brain. now. It's your fault. Again. Get your shit straight. It's been one whole goddamn no, year. No, it hasn't. It's It's been since March, which so, is like... 11 months. Okay. No, 10 months. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Yeah. It's not a whole year, but it's been it's been a time. Quite a year. It's been a time for all of us. Quite a year. It's been a time. <laughs> I oh, well, it, it's been a time for some of us. How about y'all? Yeah, it's true. No, you haven't done... Everything is the same for you. No, I know. I stepped down from management. Nobody I, cares. I went back to a route, <laughs> and I'm loving it. And why'd you do that? Because supervising is for stupid people. And do you make no extra money to do that? Not stupid really. Stupid thing? I work for free for multiple hours a week. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. You're salaried, and then you work 10 hours a day, minimum, and 12. But you make the same money. If you work a little bit of overtime as a carrier for the alleged U.S. Postal Service, then you <laughs> make the same amount of money as a supervisor. Allegedly, Allegedly. People. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, we have been living in a pandemic... For allegedly, how many months? 10? 11? Who knows? Nobody cares. It's been a long time. It's been insane. Thank God for booze. Everyone does care. I don't, I don't mean nobody cares. Because everyone cares. It's been a long time. We're all alcoholics now. All we do is drink. All we do is work. And drink. And teach our kids at home. That's all we do. That's it. Yeah. You're a teacher. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher's aide. You are. I'm not quite a teacher. Well, you know, you try when, you, when you're when you home certain days. When I'm home with quarantining with you because you got the COVID. Got the COVID. I did. I didn't get it that bad, though. It wasn't terrible, but slept like a maniac. It was amazing. Yeah starfish for 10 days while well, I slept on the tiny couch well you know but I would like to say uh, welcome back everybody thanks well, for coming back to yeah. us welcome back and just for the record I did offer to buy him a big giant uh, blow up mattress for the living room for him to sleep in during the quarantine what was your answer it's just easier to sleep on the tiny couch tiny couch but yeah. it's like a six foot couch. Uh huh. How tall are you? It was eight inches account unaccounted for. <laughs> so was it feet or head? Mostly feet. <laughs> I kicked a lot of shit off of that little side table with were my feet. <laughs> were your feet like numb in the morning when you woke up? Sometimes, but I could. I can feel it really well, so like I would curl up my legs on the couch and sleep sideways. Mm. So it was basically like my kneecaps would go numb because they were hanging off the side of the couch. 
Yeah. I made I, it work, though. Kind of had every limb hanging out everywhere in our bed all alone. That's great. Sorry. So glad you were able to recover. You know, I watched a lot of shows, though. Uh-huh. All of them. All the shows. All the shows. All the housewives and... All the housewives, all, the, all the, under the decks, and all the bachelors. All and the decks and the bachelors. I watched, um, what did I watch? I watched, um. The British Vagina Show. Yeah. Started that. Yeah. Yep. I watched. Right, it's a bit of a baby in Mikuta. A lot of British shows. I watched the one. Oh, I watched, okay. I watched The White Princess. Which led to the White Queen, which led to the Spanish Princess, which is all like period pieces, but they're all like on stars, which, you know, maybe I started myself a little stars account during that time. I don't know. Nobody knows. A lot of gratuitous nudity and stars. No, I don't know. Not that I watch. I'm not really interested in that. It's not just, a lot of Victorian titties. There is probably some titties, but eh, I don't know. You know. They just seemed like they had a good time back then. I mean, I have my own titties, so I don't really care about that. So <laughs> anything I was like, ooh, titties. Uh, you know. You know. Victorian. I do love the period. I love it. I know. There's a lot of murder. There's like no women's oh. lib. Everything is like fucked up for everyone at that point in time. But the fashions are like, yes. I don't know. They they romanticize the shit out of that stuff in like the shows and the movies. And it makes it seem like really cool. If, 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 if. You had money. You have money. Which I never did. So that doesn't work for me. Now the poor in the I'd late like 1800s a, were I'd fucking like, gross. I'd have like the boils on my face and like the tattered fucking bullshit. And, Umps for the poor. Yeah. I'd be like top of the bag and shit all day long. <laughs> it would be honest. I would not survive very well. Right. Unless I married really well during that time. You have to have a dowry, though, and my parents, fuck that. They don't have shit to give me a dowry. What's a dowry? It's like your your family, like, gives money to your husband. Or, like, goats? No, not goats, bro. Money. <laughs> Cash money. Here, to... marry my daughter? No, it's, like, for the upper class. The combined families? Back in the time. Yeah. Well, okay. I know it's confusing for you. Yeah, I don't Because you're so sweet. Simple-minded. So pretty. Love you so much. Very pretty. There is a dowry that comes from one rich family to the next. It's kind of like the inheritance. I guess it would be equivalent to, like, if you marry rich and you have, like, some kind of a prenuptial agreement or not a prenuptial agreement, and then you would inherit that family's riches as being part of marrying that family. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. But back in the day, it was like, you get it up front. You get it, like, 
here's a bunch of money because I, want, I, I am a high society person or even a upper or a middle class upper person and I'm going to marry, I want to marry your daughter, but you have to have some kind of money to give that person in order to take on this other person. So you're basically here's buying my, your wife. Here's my money. Take care of my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dowry? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's neat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does that happen more with uh, prettier girls or the homely no, ones to get a dowry to? it was the richer ones. Regardless. Poor people didn't do dowries. No, I didn't say rich or poor. I said pretty or ugly. No, I don't think it mattered. No? Well, I think it mattered like getting married if you were ugly you probably didn't get asked to be married your parents would be like look i'm gonna give you a shit ton of money marry my ugly ass daughter didn't matter <laughs> no i don't think that mattered because i think there's like a lot of people that would like the, the men present themselves when they're interested in the women but if you're ugly they probably wouldn't have presented themselves I don't know. Look, I that's I listen. Look, I learn all these historical facts from television and movies. Yeah, so from stars. You are learning all these things from me uh, via very Hollywood. unreliable sources. Well, from what you've told me, the Victorian area sucks. But the fashion was amazing. Look at my giant hoop skirt and my hat Look with my birds hoop on skirt. it. Look at my cute outfit. <laughs> Here, let me let me tie this corset on you. Let me put my foot in your back while I tighten you up. Uh, whatever. My friends and I have thrown parties where we put our knees in each other's backs and wear corsets. What? What kind of party is that? You went to one of them. What? Uh, yeah. With you the with the weird mask. Yeah, yeah the masquerade was, party. That was, that was a lot of tits. <laughs> I just want to tell everyone, um, <laughs> obviously, you know, being this is episode, what, seven? Mm-hmm. Episode seven, we would like some feedback from you. So, the email is 68casadeawesome at gmail.com. So, Kim, that's for you, because I know you have feedback always to give. Whether Actually, you know what? No. Fuck your feedback, Kim. I don't want to hear about your feedback, but give us what you want to hear us talk about. Oh, you know what we Kim need wants some, to hear us talk about? We want some subjects. We need some... Tell us what's going on. What, you know, If you want to hear our opinion about something, that's what that website is. It's the number six, the number eight, casa de awesome at gmail.com. So, the last podcast we did was in March when all of this pandemic started and then i think um i think in november which was only a couple months ago when i got the covid myself i was telling him oh back when back in 2020 when i when i got to covid from the pandemic and she was like oh my god you have to do that in the podcast and i'm like okay yeah a hundred percent because that's it's gold, but then I think about, like, my children, my grandchildren. You know, I think about, like, anyone who lived in 1920. There are still people living now from 1920, 
hundred years old. Are you counting on your fingers? I was doing the decades. <laughs> oh my god. A hundred years old. And they're survivors of that time period when, you know, the last time there was something this insane in our in our society. <laughs> it's just it's just wild to think about like our children having these stories about homeschooling because they can't go to school and all the different factors that we have to really like lock down and we should be documenting of things that we couldn't do or that we did do that are really historically important to our family members and our kids, mm. you know, and our kids' kids for like what we we've been going through all this time, right? Like we haven't been able to go to the movies in a goddamn year. Oh, man, I miss the movies. I miss the movies. And, you know, it's funny because the movies were open for like a hot minute. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to go get us some tickets because the, the Sinopolis is like dirt cheap and you can go and you're like super far apart from everyone else because their seats are already way spaced out. And then, fuck, I, I like, missed the boat. And then, god damn it, they were closed again. That's it. No more movies. No more movies. And then, like, this, even this morning, it's Saturday here. And this morning, I'm like, you know, I have to drop my daughter off. Emma goes to gymnastics still. They all wear masks while they work out. Just so you guys know, they fog the building every day. It's a hot mess. But they're still working out. They're still doing their thing. And I'm like, okay, it's Saturday. I'm going to drop her off. I wonder if cars or coffee is going, cars of coffee is going off, right? And I'm like looking online and they're like, no, it probably is on the DL. But they're, I hear they're the cars. all their um, email and like website and Facebook all says no. I should have gone up there. Yeah. I was just going to go walk up there because I wanted to go, like, check it out. But it's also on the DL right now because... Just go. It, they're still happening, right? When I'm loading up my truck in the you morning... You can hear it. I can hear all the cars. Damn it. They're getting off the freeway and they're... Should have gone. They're being all badass going down to the... Or I hear them the other way. Yeah, and I I'm know. like, oh, sounds like a Corvette... LS1 motor jammed into a Trans Am. Yeah. Like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm sure it's still happening. Yeah, it's just, I mean, if They're anything... They're all wearing masks. Like, it's not that... I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, like, the biggest... Here's my, here's my theme statement for the year of 2020. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hey, what do you know. think about... I don't know. I don't know. Hey, can you tell me a little bit? I, I don't, don't know. know. Mm -hmm. That's all I say. Nope. I don't know. Nope. I, I don't, don't know. It's all a mess. It's all confusing. I just... I don't know. Don't know either. I was looking... Since it's been about a year, I have... Like... When I have my random shower thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, during mm -hmm. the day, I text myself... And I from the shower? No, just wherever I'm at. Aren't you cute? No, I don't. I can't text in the shower. I'll break my phone. 
just all the random shit that I've been thinking about that I'm like, oh, I'd like to talk about that on the podcast. So, I think we may have slightly talked about how on the last episode, like, we were locked down, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so. Like, listening to our neighbor's children scream Uh 24-7. I don't know if we talked about that. Oh, the, like, the upper, the upper neighbor? Yeah. Uh, There's a toddler and a new baby. So, uh, that upper neighbor, God bless them, I wanted to go and, like, volunteer myself to help them because at the beginning of all the lockdown, she was pregnant and had three little boys already right two or three um do you remember one for sure maybe two toddlers not one it's definitely two you think two plus a baby two already i don't know okay go on she had two maybe three okay yeah so she had like a four-year-old and like a two-year-old and was pregnant and then she disappeared for a while, and there was some, like, sweet little 20-year-old or someone taking care of the kids. I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, all you hear is screaming, infant screaming, toddler screaming, infant screaming, toddler screaming, infant screaming, toddler screaming. And I thought, dear God, they're going to kill themselves. Like, someone's going to get hurt up there. Mm-hmm. I need to go help them. I am so terrified for all of them. And they can't go anywhere. What are they supposed to do? Yeah. Terrifying. And this was like April? It's month one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have... Two little boys just had a third. I'm. I feel like no. It's you're probably right. I think it's a third. It's definitely not a second. There was already two up there. Yeah. And I'm thinking, dear God. Well, and stop having sex yeah. for fuck's sakes. They wear I, a condom. I, what is wrong with you? Don't you have cable? Get some scissors or rubber band or something. I don't care. <laughs> rubber bands work. I've rubber bands. What? Where? What do you mean? On the cock and balls? You know, I just you know, like out That's, in the yeah. out in like the farmland kind of thing. You just like no. put a rubber band around the balls until they eventually fall off. Wow. That's <laughs> You might as well just <laughs> pull out. Okay, so it's kind of a castration type of a thing. That's not going to help you in it's the future. It's still funny. No? Wrong. I just, you know, like... Wrong audience. I've only heard them yell at each other a few times, but like RIP to the borderline relationships. I've never heard the parents yell at each other. I've only heard the children screaming constantly. Yeah. I've never heard the parents yell at each other. I've heard them yell Not once, but I guarantee that they whisper, argue, and yell all the time. Well, you I, think? I fucking hate you. Shut up. 
Should I ask them if they need help? Nope. I saw the the kid standing in the window one time, this corner window that faces our yard. Yeah. Like full he was face be, palm. He was behind the blinds. Help me. Face and hands against the glass, help me, help me, waving me. to me with like four fingers. Hi, tall person. Help me. And I was like, hey, buddy. Hope everything works out. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot. They'll be fine. It's a lot of things. They're young. I have a lot, you know, so I have a lot of friends having babies. Right now? Now. Yeah, I have a lot of friends. Oh, that's right. I have a lot of friends who are pregnant. I have a lot of um I have a lot of thirty something year old friends in my tender forty five year old age. And um a lot of them are pregnant right now. Yeah. So lots of my friends are having babies. Still banging. Amen. Well, we're still banging, but we're smart and I sniffed your balls before we got married. So I don't have to say it like that. Why? Chop, chop. It's just science. What? Mm -mm. People ask me all the time. About my balls? No, about you and me having a baby. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh my God. We're the best Don't people on Earth. Don't you and Zach want to have a baby? You guys are so amazing. And I'm like, no, we don't want to have a baby. And I love him and he's amazing and we will be together until one of us dies for sure, a hundred percent. However, no, we don't want to have a baby. We didn't want to have a baby when we met each other. I already had two. He had one and, um, Emma was only two when we met, right? Mm -hmm. Two. Yep. And she's now basically yours we're gonna make that official at some point here mm -hmm. we'll make that work out and uh no mama mama don't want no more no i hear that child screaming that up there anymore. and it makes my blood boil i just you know i started over 10 years by accident with emma and i love her and i'm so thankful to have her and she's incredible and I'm I'm grateful to have a daughter I love my son my son is my life he's everything to me but there's no push me down the stairs let's just say that Kick you if in the I stomach. got pregnant at this point yeah. push me down the fucking sorry I'm sorry to any of you who are trying to get pregnant I am 45 years old. Let's not get it twisted. I have two children. I am not young. I I have children. I understand it's very difficult for people to have children. I am not being sympathetic to that whole plight. I get it. It can be difficult. But at this point in my life, I will shove you down the stairs. Kick me down the stairs. You got it. No, you kick me. You don't just shove me. You kick me hard. I can shove hard. You make sure that shit doesn't kick. stick. I'll, I'll throw you. I'll Hulk smash you down the stairs. I've been watching this show, which you know, because it's it started in my quarantine. It's the um, called The Midwife. Yeah, it's is my, that the British vagina yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. It's my BBC show, and it's like my new thing, and... 
you know, when I'm like, oh, I have nothing to watch and I'm not doing anything. I watch this show and I love it. I'm sorry. I know it's annoying. Yeah, but it's fucking awful. I why they're all they're doing is delivering babies. Yeah, it's the British I love vagina. other. I love other people's babies. It is all vagina all the time. I love other people's babies. I love women having babies. I love my friends having babies. I love a stranger having a baby. I love babies. I do. All women love babies. I just don't want any more of my own babies. Right. That is a totally differentiation right there. Mm -hmm. But I love babies. I I love my friends having babies. I get to hold them and so if, snuggle if, them, if kiss we them were, and change them and then if, hand them back. And if, it's great. If we were new yeah, and had no children. We were new. No, listen to me. Okay. If we were new and had no children... And you said those exact words. Uh-huh. Red flag. Huge red flag. I love babies. Oh, boy. Oh, well, I probably would have explained that, like, it's... Having babies was never on my game plan. I just really like other people's babies. Right. No, that's fine. A lot. Sure. I like them. Babies are cool. Yeah, when you can give them back. When they're not yours. Right. They're awesome. Hey, here's your baby. I love my kids. Didn't no, plan either one of them. They're fine. I'm honest. They're good. They're doing it. I didn't mean to have them, but I'm glad no. I have them. They're cool now. I'm like, whatever. Well, when a friend's like, have Here my baby. Are. I'm like, yes, your baby is great. Here's your baby back. What do you mean, like, have my baby? Like, like hold my baby. Oh, okay. Hold Just your baby. That's All right. Hold not my like, baby. Not like carry my baby no. for nine months no, in no, your womb. No, no, no. I'm way too old for that You've seen at this way point. Too I'm forty. Much TV. No, 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 no. It's not TV. It's just like that happens a lot, and sometimes I'm like in the real world. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Carry my baby. Uh huh. People are surrogates for like their sisters, their friends. Just yeah. seems like a mess. Um, it doesn't have to be a mess. Shouldn't be. Why is it a mess? People. People are a mess. People are a mess. Okay. Well, you're not wrong about that, but like, I think if you're going to make that decision where you're like, hopefully, my body is right. fully viable in but, order to do that. But hopefully, it's all rational parties and they all talk it out. I mean, honestly, if I was in a position where my body was capable of doing something like that, I may consider it. I'm not sure that I could emotionally handle it. Right. But if I mean I'm older, so I'm forty five. Oh I'm God. not like some spring chicken where I'm, my body's just like your original recipe. I'm not like a baby making machine right now. I'm just I'm not. You know. I mean, one of our very close friends who we know and love, thirty four, got pregnant. Doctor told her she was geriatric in terms of pregnancy yeah dang and honestly that's what my doctor told me when i was pregnant with emma yeah or considered geriatric at that age for having babies so i'm pretty sure 45 is like not really gonna fly no 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 good i don't see that in your agenda no i i really 
I really dislike being pregnant. <laughs> I do not like to be pregnant in any way, shape, or form. There wasn't one part of it that I enjoyed other than it was kind of cool to think about, oh man, like this thing is going to be some version of me. That part was cool, but like it was invasion of the body snatchers like the whole time for oh, yeah. both of them. No. I was like, get this fucking shit out of me. I Take can't. it out. Take it out. You know, and, and that may sound selfish to women who struggle with pregnancy, and I apologize for that, because I don't mean it to sound that way, but it's, you know, uh, that was my experience, and that's how I felt about it, and you ever think just about, being honest. You ever think about the fact that you are here, you are personally here, Mm -hmm. means that all of your ancestors survived and successfully procreated. You don't want you don't want to go into what I think about stuff like that because where I go with stuff like that is like how did my little speck of a molecule of a being of a whatever I was end up in this country, end up in this body, end up in this family, end up in this race, end up in... On this I side go, of this dirt. I go so deep. Like, I'm like... It, it boggles my mind how deep down the rabbit hole I could go on yeah. that stuff where I'm like, why wasn't I... Ra why wasn't I born into a third world country or somewhere else? Like, how does those, how do those decisions get made? Billions of years of evolution. Billions? No, millions. So as, as far as we know. Yeah. But what would but be the alternative? But not that we definitively know. No, but scientifically. And so, from coming from a very religious family, it's like very controversial for me to say something like that because... Being in a religious family, it's like, oh, well, no, God, it's all God-purposed and all, like, very planned out, right? It doesn't have to be God-purposed, but... Oh, my dog is, like, having a nightmare. dreaming over there? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it scared the shit out of me. She's hunting in her sleep. She's like, oh. No, I just, I think that... Uh, it's no coincidence, but it's definitely like, I think I it's something. I have always thought about those things, though. I've always thought about, like, why was my particular it's genetics. soul or, no, but is it? I don't know. None of I us. I mean, look, you can, listen, you could, look. Nobody knows, okay? And I know that that sounds crazy, but I grew up in a very religious family where it's like very God driven and God the creator the and plan. well, you know, God created man and God created the earth in seven days and rests on the eighth and all things. And so as much as I have like learned in my life, there are a lot of embedded things in me that are very religious mm -hmm. that I can't really 
get rid of because they are things that are ingrained in my fiber of my being. Mm -hmm. That said, even as a child and like an adolescent, I've always questioned where do we come from? Where, where is it after? Where's, where am I? All of the things, all of the questions, like, why am I in this being and not in some other? And how did, you know, how does that work? Where's the draw of that? Is it like a lottery? Like, what is the, how do you just, how does my essence get determined to fall into this family being because of the soul and all the things like it just makes me wonder like I'm talking about why okay yes I go Agreed, I go way yes. down the rabbit hole no, I, I can go there too but I'm speaking purely biological you're talking about spirit and being like mm -hmm. that's Spirit and being. I'm speaking more theological. Sure. And I'm just going Darwin. Purely biological. I'm going... Okay. Like, whoever came before you survived. Whoever yeah. came before them survived. Okay, so you got me that 23 and Me for Christmas last yeah. year, which I have not taken, which spit I need to do. Spit in this cup and send okay, it in. Spit in it and send it in. Because I would like to know, I know my grandparents, um, we lost my... Mimi this year, which is very hard to talk about. So we're just going to say we have Papa and we love him. And um, I kind of thought she'd live forever, but she didn't. And we lost our Mimi. She had a good one. 91 years. But my dad was adopted, so that was part of the... Like the main reason for me wanting you to give me that twenty three and me, spit in this cup. Yeah, I just have. That's all I have to do. I just mm -hmm. have to do it. And now my dad's like super white and blonde hair and blue eyed. Well, he's old now, but still, blonde hair, blue eyes. It's not like such a mystery, but what my hope is to come out of it is to like find those cousins. Which is funny because when I think about the cousins that I want to find, they're adopted cousins. They're not even like my actual cousins. But my dad was adopted when his mom was 15. So I have a whole other family out there that I have no knowledge of. Nothing. Yep. And I just kind of would like to know, you know. I'd like to, my dad and I don't really connect. We never have. We have some issues and I'd like to just connect and understand. Yeah. My mom's side, I have like this more than I ever wanted of family on her side. Yeah. So it's like one extreme and the other. It's good though. But I mean, the biological like where do we come from that's mm -hmm. always fascinated me I don't even know how to meet you on that level because of Just the keep going deeper, huh? theology of where I 
was raised? Well, that's that's the conundrum I have because my mom was raised Mormon. Yeah. But was also an archaeologist. Right. So, so she was a scientist. She is and religious. Faithfully devout. Right. But also looking so at confused. past physical history. You know. Totally. Obviously couldn't go back as far as her theology. Never, yeah. you know, could never correlate the two. But, you know, was always like, here's science. But my faith is unrelated. So I struggle somewhere so in the middle. Confusing. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, show me. How do these two things connect? What? The theology and her science. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm know. saying. No, that's why I'm like, hello, I like biology, but also, is there someone in the sky that created everything? <laughs> I gave, um, I think it was my daughter, I think it was Taylor. I think I gave, one of my kids, I gave them this, um, like, kind of caveman skeleton kit it was like a you know like a 3d human like, yeah like yeah. a 3d caveman human kit right it was like something that was supposed to be very scientific and my mom was like that's like really darwinistic Grandpa, your grandparents wouldn't like that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, you didn't do a very good job, like, raising me to understand. <laughs> like, this is not what I'm supposed to be giving my kids. Because I never really, like, understood the theology of what I was raised in. It was very confusing to me at all times. Always. It was always, like, a bunch of grown-up human beings who were being very hypocritical and lying to each other and hiding things from one another. And so, for me, theology was really confusing i didn't understand what i was supposed to be yeah i didn't understand these kids that were at like my church camps who had their eyes closed and their hands raised because they were feeling these big feelings because i was like looking like half mass eyes looking around going like when's lunch what the fuck are you looking at like what do you feel what is going on yeah i never there was just never that connection no, to me. No speaking it. in tongues for you. No, you know, no it wasn't. It wasn't that. Like, I was raised in a very proper church, huh? very proper Christian Baptist church. They are now a non-denominational Christian church that we are raised in. I'm not trying to. But it wasn't like a tongues or anything weird or like Scientology or any kind of craziness. It was just, at the same time, I just, I always, like, my whole life was like, what's wrong with me that I can't understand this thing right. that, like, everyone is, like, feeling? And I don't, even to this day, I'm like, man, you know, 
The large majority of my cousins are very religious, and yeah. I'm not, I don't understand why. I tried, But like, then I'm like, I think back to, like, my earlier years where I was very questiony. And then I think, okay, maybe that's why. Because I've always been very questiony. Yeah. I've always been like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Help me understand. Yeah. Wrong and a lot of people are not like that, though. Right. So then I'm like, okay, maybe it's because I need an answer that goes four answers beyond the normal person that makes me be in this position where I am. Right. No, it's, I mean, I think, you know, when I was growing up in a, a religion, you know, organized and you go to church and this and that, I, I tried hard to like, I wanted to feel the thing. Right. You want to have your eyes closed, put your hand up. Yeah. And so like. Feel in, the Holy Spirit. In the, in the Mormon church. Be normal. On right? certain days or at the end of certain Sundays, you can go up and you could bear your testimony. Right. Right. To the church. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Mormon church? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I know because I did my, I did my final paper on my religions in the world class on the Mormon church. So yes, I know exactly what you're talking right. about because I went to the Mormon church. And did and they I, bear their testimony? Yes. And I was like, when are they going to get to the pastor? There isn't one. No, no. Yeah, there's a bishop. No. Me? It was only people getting up, mm -hmm. bearing their testimony the whole time and I had never experienced anything like it so yeah. sorry please continue so when you're like 12 years old you get ordained as a deacon what you get baptized and Wait, ordained as a deacon that's like in the Lutheran church that's like there's what a, the pastor there's a, is there's a quorum of deacons what the hell? Oh, I, I may be getting it wrong but you get baptized you're a deacon you're, you're like a young youth. You're a young youth. You're important in the church. You're like a youth pastor. No, not that. But you're, uh, you know, you're usually a Boy Scout. You're usually like, you're working your way up to your 16 year old mission where you <laughs> fucking leave the country. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just yeah, gnarly. That yeah, like time. they leave for two years uh -huh. and like, you yeah. see them. They're wandering the streets. I had a lot of Mormon friends in high school. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. Normal thing. The cool thing is you get to see the world. The not so cool thing is you're like poor for two years. Like relying on, hopefully you find the one LDS person like in wherever you go. If you're in Honduras, like, oh, there's one more. They will like here. take care of you. They're going to feed us every Monday. Like we need to go to their house. Once a week? I mean, we would have the missionaries over like once a week at my house yeah we'd have spaghetti like they come by and we'd have spaghetti and garlic bread and mom and we would all sit down and we'd talk about the church and yeah but that was like here no it, it it happens everywhere i mean it's 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 part of the deal you know but like at that time, you're like you're out of like Sunday school. You know, you've you've gone beyond the kids. Right, you're not a child anymore. You're in that weird young man state. And I wanted so bad, and like, 
My bearing of testimony was about how I lost my Nintendo controller hookup. <laughs> and I <laughs> prayed to God. And then I found it. Shut up. Yep. And I told everybody that. What did they say? They didn't say anything because you're up in front of everyone. They just go, mm-hmm. And then you go God sit down. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to but one But that's of how... I went to one and I was terrified. You know why? <laughs> because when I walked to... Okay, first of all, I walked into the church and this girl, like a young blonde white girl was like, what's your name? And I was like, I'm not telling you my name. You're not writing my name down in your shit. I don't know who you are. And then I get into the church. It wasn't a temple because we're not allowed. Nope. Only certain people are allowed in the temple. This is like a Lisa Viejo. It's probably the, I don't know if, where you went. But I was like wandering around for probably a good 25 minutes because I'm like, where is the sanctuary? I'm so confused. Where do they hold their yeah, Sunday, Sunday service? School, there's... Where's the service? Yeah. I don't get it. Where are their services? Well, they had multiple large sanctuaries. Uh -huh. It wasn't just one sanctuary. It was multiple and then I finally found one that was actually occupied by people. And I'm like, okay. And then I sat down in there and it was like all these random people that would take turns getting up to quote unquote testify about whatever the fuck they wanted to testify about. Some of them were 12. Some of them were 40. Yeah. Some of them were... And they grabbed the mic like this. I would like to bear my testimony. I lost my <laughs> Nintendo um, hookup for my little 13-inch black and white TV. And I prayed to the God. And then I, I woke up and then I found my controller. And the name of Jesus Christ, <laughs> amen. No. No, I that's like basically it was how it way went. differently than that. But same I was, idea. I was still very weird out. No, it wasn't even close to your I lost my Nintendo. That doesn't surprise me one bit. That's what you would pray about. But I couldn't find it. It's fucking lost, man. I was devastated. <laughs> that's the Lord. Sweet Lord baby Jesus. Please help me find my <laughs> Nintendo hookup. My UHF VHF switcher for my 13-inch black and white TV. Good God. So I can play video games on Sunday instead of coming to church. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. No, these children were, like, so serious. I know. They were so serious about things they were saying. And I was like, what is going on? I feel I, so uncomfortable. I felt, I just, I was jealous because And then they I tried never... to write my name down again when I left. And I was like, no, thank you. What's your name? No, thank you. Joe No Say. What's your name? No, thank you. Joe No Say. My name is No Thank You. No, all I said was like, no, thank you. It's French. Because literally all I was doing was trying to finish my paper on my Religions of the World class, which I stupidly chose to write my final paper on the Mormon Church. Like it's just but, research. Don't fucking talk to me. But here... Here's the thing is that, you know, my grandfather always told me as a Baptist 
music minister that the Mormon church is a cult. He's always told me that. I mean, it started that way. Like my whole life, he's told me that. Yeah, it started that way, yeah. They're a cult. Well, maybe not my whole life, but more of my whole, like, a, mm, adolescent through adult life. He right? didn't want to get fingered by a missionary. Ew. <laughs> gross. That's gross. I had more chances of that at, at Bible camp. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Boy Scouts. Wait a minute. There's no Boy Scouts at Bible camp. Fuck that shit. It's different, but totally different. I had a great Bible camp boyfriend. We dated for years. Stop talking about that. <laughs> mm. I had a lot of boyfriends. What? What the What's your problem? fuck? This Why is not the mad about my boyfriends? Your ex-boyfriends. We're not talking about husbands. We're talking about like childhood boyfriends. No, we're not. We're not talking about that. No? No. Why not? Jealous? Nope. <laughs> Nothing to be jealous about. You're so jelly for no reason. No. I have all my notes from a year ago. Let's hear them. Okay. What do you got? So, on my former route... No! Oh, wait. What? What? I don't know. On my former route... <clears throat> on one of the streets nearby, mm -hmm. there's a family with an autistic child okay. <clears throat> who's probably 11 or 12 years old. And Girl or boy? It's a boy. Mm -hmm. Young man. And every time I drop off the mail, he's usually out front. You know, I'd say hello and he That's would cool. say hello. Sometimes he would ignore me or they had a like a above not above ground pool like our blow up pool yeah you know? yeah he'd be out there in the summertime but he was yeah. i noticed yeah. like a mildly nonverbal. you know what i mean he wasn't completely nonverbal, but he also screamed a lot yeah so at one point on this route i was delivering his mail and he started screaming mm -hmm. which set off the toddler across the street who's like three mm. four who was outside with her dad and she started screaming and then the autistic child got upset that the toddler was screaming so he started screaming more and I was trying to get a signature from his dad that's rough so he's screaming in the front yard the dad's looking at me like what can't hear you over these screaming children. Yeah. Child across the street was screaming at me. Not screaming at me, but just screaming. Just screaming. Yeah. They're not screaming. A lot of at you. screaming for yeah. that. For one small street, a lot of screaming. Well, I mean, you can't really control that. No, no, no. It was just kind of, kind of comical. Was it, it was funny, like, at the moment when you were there? To me. Because it was like, you can't control your kid, and now this kid, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. present it that way. I'm, I mean, did I Listen, not? Listen, it's not, no, not at all. I didn't. Mm. I have nothing against autism or toddlers. It's, you can't <laughs> be against toddlers or autism. What if I don't like both? That's... What? Does it make me a bad person? The screaming. 
There's so much screaming. So much screaming. I didn't enjoy the screaming. Are you sure you're not, like, autistic? Maybe a little. Dear God. I'm the good doctor. The things you say sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think what you were trying to say is it was very comical because there was, like, a child that was out of control and crying and maybe you knew they were autistic, but it didn't matter. The other one, I don't even know. You're out of control. I know. There's no, being, talk about... there's no being against someone who is autistic. No, I know that, but I'm just saying. Or a toddler. The fact that it was like, ah! And then the kid across the street yes. was like, Okay, so for our Wah! audience, for anyone listening, my husband has deep aversion to any child that makes any noise that is outside of his pleasure, which is, ah! Yeah, you're to be seen, not heard. Regard, yeah, he was... I'll beat you all. I don't think you were raised in that era. That was my era. My parents were old school. They went back to your era. Your parents are not that... They're old, way younger than mine. <laughs> my parents are in their late 60s. Okay. Your parent. Your dad is early in his 60s. early 60s. To mid. Mid 60s. How old's your dad now? 64 is my guess. Oh, but then again, we know your dad. And your dad's like, children shall be seen and not heard. Amen. Preach. Is that your problem? Preach. Is that what's Church. going on with you? Tabernacle. You're like, okay, you guys, you have to help me because I don't know what I'm going to do with this man when he's actually old and grumpy because this is like 40 year old grumpy. I don't like loud noises. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna have to like pop some kind of medication in his. You're gonna poison me? I'm not gonna tell you guys yet. Are you saying what you're gonna do? Nope, because it's secret. I would like to put it on record. Nope, it's secret. Check. Secret. If I die first. It's not a dying thing. If I die first. I'm just going to give you some fucking Valium or some Vicodin or some melatonin. You or interrogate something. this woman. I'm going to give you some melatonin. First suspect. Listen, you 48 hours. grumpy ass bitch. Damn. Untolerant, intolerant lunatic. You need something to regulate you. Smoking on them tweeds. Yeah, that's not working. Well, you don't let me do it enough. Who's like, letting you do anything? Like, I don't know. Are ask. you smoking on them tweeds? What like, are you asking me for permission on that? Don't. Never. That's right. So what do you mean? Who? I don't let you do it enough. You never ask me permission. Nope. I would never tell you you needed it. Because Alright. So listen, you psychopath. Mm-hmm. You need to take some, can you, can they slip some Valium in your weed or what? No. Something to make you not so mad? I don't believe in hard drugs and I'm not mad. Calm your tits, bitch. What? You flopping ass titties. <laughs> Calm your flopping ass titty. My titties are nicely held up. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So one of my notes says, be nicer to my Lisa. That's me. Yeah, I know. What do you think that means? I don't know. It means you're a dick. 
We just covered that. It says be nicer to my Lisa. You just called me a dick. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it at that. Fine. No, fine. That's fine. You wrote that note in your notes? Yeah. Be nicer to me? Yeah. Maybe um, you were having like a rough time. This was Thursday, August 27th. Okay, well, you know what? How about I give an example of how you've been nicer to me? Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I need it though. Because I just kind of throw them out there. So, my mom called me uh, a week before Christmas, right? And told me that my grandmother was nearing the end. She was not doing well. And, you know, she's told me my grandmother has been struggling for probably the whole year. It's been about a year. And I went up and saw her in August. Um, I saw her in December, too. But this was before that trip. So my mom called me and was in tears and was like, she's not going to last. And I was crying, was in tears, and you grabbed me after I got off the phone and hugged me, and you don't do that a lot. You do hug me, but your empathy is limited, usually for me, though. It's usually reserved for me. Well, you know. But this particular moment was really important because it was like some... I didn't say anything to you. I didn't say anything about what I had talked about on the phone call. I told you nothing about what happened. You just saw that there was something really wrong and I was upset. And you grabbed me and hugged me. And it was a big deal. Well, I... My first, you know, reaction is to fix. I know. I know that. I most know. most I men. Know, I know that. Most men. A hundred percent. It's broken, I'm gonna fix it. Like, no, you can't. Don't. Like, don't say anything. Don't try and fix it. Shut up and stand there, you big dumb animal. So that's what I did, but I understood what was going on. I've, I've, you know why? It's because I've had that phone call. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can go through that and go, okay, there is nothing, you know, human to human, that you can do to make that thing better, except stand there and be there. Be there and be there. That's it. It was important to me. I know. That was a big deal. It, it said a lot about you, but it it was a reinforcement of what you've shown me always. Like, but it was like a bigger step than I think you've taken with me. I don't, want I don't you. know. Sometimes you take that step with me. Don't I don't want to mislead anyone to think that you're not empathetic. Because with me and with our kids, you have always given everything. So I don't want anyone to think that that's not the case. Because you do. 
I know it's hard for you because you're very manly that way and it's one of the things that's attractive to me about you that you're yeah. like uh 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 bang your chest you're such a not, cave you're a fucking caveman you're looking way you're beyond a fucking it. caveman it's cause I don't know what to do I'm like me. I get that though sure. I get that piece I, maybe I relate to you in some ways about that but it was nice you know and when the call actually came for her passing Unfortunately, we were all under the influence. And oh, yeah. We that were, was great. Yeah. Actually, it was probably better, but it was also really hard later in the evening yeah. for me. Huh. It helped the moment, but didn't help the situation. I, yeah, that was my, that was, like I said, that was in August when I said be nicer to my Lisa. I knew you were I going through a lot. I don't know why you said that. Oh. I, you were working hard. You know what? And... My work has been nuts. Yeah. But then August turned into October when I actually applied for a promotion at work. Oh, that's right. Which was like to become my own boss, which was like the dumbest thing I ever <laughs> did. <laughs> and I got this stupid job, which is good because I was the only one that applied. But, um, yeah, we were just, just, we were just getting hammered. We're, you know, when you work in HR and you have to deal with, like, stuff that's like this, this pandemic and, I don't know, just people are unhinged right now and there's just a lot of employee relations situations and people are just, it's hard. Yeah. This, this is a hard situation for people and who do they turn to? They turn to HR. Sure. And then I was like, yeah, of course I'll become my own boss. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> You're hired. So You're stupid. also fired. Well, you know, every day since my boss and I have both joked about how she's going to become my employee and I'm going to become her employee. And I'm like, no, no, no. You can have my job back and I will go back to my job. She's like, no, no, no. You keep your job and I will become a business partner. And I'm like, God damn it. No. <laughs> this is like, you know, it's just kind of, there's some behind the curtain HR things that every HR goes through where it just, This you know, is not we, what I signed myself up for, well, for myself. We love what we do. We love who, we love serving people and it's really our calling and it's what we want to do. But it doesn't mean that it's not stressful and it's not a lot of work and it's not like sometimes it's just plain insanity for us, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. But all in all, like when I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I really love what I do. I do. Yeah. But it's like these times where I'm just like, when did I become a COVID response team? What the hell is going on? Uh, All I'm doing is like asking people. March 2020. Jesus. It's nuts. It's nuts. March 2020. You were, March 2020. You became an expert. I'm not an expert though. All I have to do is like. We have to keep up on all the CDC regulate. Uh, whatever. It's all boring. Right. Stupid.
Ready? What? Rapid fire. Go. Next thing. What do you got? Is it more important to transcend your existence or to happily grind through your life? Like, you know, the, so the... So what would it mean to transcend my existence? So if you spent a significant portion of your life meditating and trying to find, like, the higher thing to, like, go, ah, oh, yes, you know, there it is. Oh, no, fuck that. <laughs> I mean... I think that question is very personal. Yeah. No, it varies person to person. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I can't even do yoga because my arms are hyper bendy. So. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with transcendentalism. Well, whatever. Like, I can't. I'm just saying, like. I can't fucking sit. You know, when I meditate is when I'm, like, falling asleep and mm -hmm. I turn on, like, my meditation tapes. They just talk to me. I'm not really meditating. They're uh, putting me to sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never been no. able to turn this fucking stupid brain off <laughs> for more than five minutes other than when I'm going to sleep. Okay, so what so, do you... So, no, do you... I'm not Gandhi. I can't, like, be all higher, <clears throat> crazy, awesome, like, transcendent being. So, but my, my, my question is... Okay. Like, you're not trying to get there, but... What do you think makes people happier? And here's why I ask. Because I think that if you do a service job... No, good question. I have an answer for that already. Okay. If, you, if you do a job that helps or services other people, mm -hmm. and you physically labor, or you work, mm -hmm. or you dedicate time... To either serving or helping other people, mm -hmm. you in turn receive, you know, compensation, whatever it okay. may be. Mm -hmm. You know, in our case, and you know, it's, Maybe it's, it's like it's, healthfully or just mon monetarily. Yeah, monetarily. Uh -huh. um, I mean, in general, like I mean, it used to be, you know, either in the in the form of like room and board or whatever. If you were working and you've got your wage or your your situation you know taken care of and you could do that every day and it allowed you the freedom to take care of your family and be you know so you're saying if i was like being mis transcendent it would allow me to take care of my family no 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 i'm I, there's there's people that pursue like there's people that let's say they're in our position where they work forty hours a week and they are not happy and they can't be happy so they're it's the majority of people yeah so they're meditating and they're gonna go to gurus and they're gonna go to like I need to go on this retreat because I just need to reset and they're constantly in this pursuit but of, that's like the ultimate question of life itself. For any human being. But can you be happy? That's the thing. Yeah. I'm happy. Okay, that's what I mean. Like, you have to decide. So, here's the thing. Yes, 100%. You have to... What you just said is the key. Mm -hmm. You have to decide. Because, 
you are innately a person who will do what you do. Mm -hmm. Some people are ex extraordinarily driven mm -hmm. and they will push and pursue and continue and drive and, you know, change the world. Yeah. And there are other people who are like, I don't have anywhere to go from here. This is what I have. And this is what my limitations are. Everyone is so, so different. Mm -hmm. Those are two examples of probably 400 million thousand examples. Yeah, I of, get it. Of the way that people think yeah. about who they are right. as an individual. And Either I'm, I'm pushing for something or I'm good. Right? Most like in general? people are good. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're happy. True. Some people are pushing for things. Doesn't mean they're happy. Mm -hmm. Those people that can say, I'm doing what I can. I am fulfilling my life in the ways that matter. Like, I guess, sidebar from that. You know, when I was like in my 20s, I wanted to be a VP of HR. It was, you know, one of my goals. It was like important. I wanted to move up the ladder. It was like really important. I was very driven. I got my degree. It was really important. I wanted to push, push, push. I pushed for promotion after promotion after promotion. I got a lot of promotions. Okay. It was very big for me to get all of these things to move to where I am in my career right now. At my age now, in my life currently, with the husband I have and the children I have. Yeah, that's you. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Uh -huh. And the children I have and my, I mean, you know, all my children. But my life where it is now, that push for my career is no longer important to me. Mm-hmm push in my life is to be happy with you guys mm -hmm. and to be able to sustain our lifestyle right. even if it's a lesser lifestyle than where we are now we're pretty comfortable mm -hmm. okay so my drive has dropped my happiness is shifted Right. To I, you guys. Right. To our life and not my work. Not your greed. Well, it was never about <laughs> greed. It I wasn't know. a greed thing. It was more about drive. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. about no, no, accomplishment. It was about being this great and powerful wizard. Everyone wants to be the great and powerful wizard, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And when, when you get to a certain point, you're like, some people, not all, because some people still push for that. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, hmm, I see what the wizards, I see what's behind the curtain. Yeah, shitty hours. I work in HR. Yeah. It's not even about shitty hours. It's just about... It's it's all politics. It's all bullshit. It's mm -hmm. all drama. It's all not worth it. None of it's worth it. None of it is worth losing that 
time and life with your people. Right. It's all bullshit. Corporate. It doesn't push the needle. So I try to push my focus toward my business partners and my people to help them push the needle toward making our company thrive and survive and make money. By making and better that's people. It. Yeah. And those are the things that are important. Yep. The rest of it, I could give two fucks about. Yeah. It's bullshit. I know. No, I had my my taste of corporate, you know. I did the three years yeah, supervising. Supervisor. It's fucking awful. You're a manager, man. But soon after I stepped down, I went back to my route. Remember when I got that letter? Mm-hmm. I got a... We have a program where if you contact a small business and you say, hey, you know, we can offer you. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. This, and you that, did a great job with that. This, that, and the other. You know, we can give you shipping discounts if you're shipping in bulk, blah, blah, blah. So at one of the offices I was supervising at, there was a significant amount of small businesses that are slowly becoming larger businesses. So... I would, you know, anytime someone brought in a large outgoing mail drop-off, I would ask them, you know, what they do, what their business is, and I would submit these leads to our, our sales department <clears throat> with no, you know, no second thought about it. And our, you know, it's open to the carriers as well. If the carriers speak with someone, we we turn it in as, you know, from the carrier, blah, 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 so... I had talked with approximately three companies that were dropping off <sighs> that were dropping off multiple shipments a day, and I submitted those companies as leads. You're like a salesman. It 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 was not even that. It was not a second thought. It was, what's the company's name? Who are you? What do you do? Okay, thanks. I didn't even talk to the people about submitting them to our sales company, to our sales department. But anyway, long story short, I short story long. Short story long. I stepped down as a supervisor, <clears throat> and within the first couple of weeks of being on my new route, I got a certified letter from, um, you know, our regional manager, as a thank you for submitting your sales lead your particular sales lead to X, Y, and Z company generated a $96,000 sales lead. It's like, wow, that's more than I thought it was. And, uh, and thank you for, you know, thanks for doing that. We would like to give you recognition with a $25 gift card. <laughs> $25 gift card for a $100,000 sales lead. I would like 1% or even like 0.01% or a cash award, but they gave me a $25 gift card. Look, I get it. It's a large company. That's how it works. I actually got two more letters, one with another $25 gift card. The third letter did not have a gift card, so... For $200,000 in sales leads, I got $50. So it's hard to it's hard to believe in the giant corporation, which is why I kind of ask about 
you know, if you're happy day-to-day -day doing your thing, whatever that is, and it allows you to be happy at home and provide at home and spend time at home, you know, that balance of work to, you know, life ratio. And if it gives you that, I mean, there's something satisfying about it. I mean, I, I labor for, I, I work hard for eight hours a day and I get a good wage and I come home and I'm able to share and contribute to the family and you know it makes me feel pretty good but i think you have to understand what what your satisfaction is yeah i mean i mean it doesn't you know, make me like, happy that i didn't get a lot of money for well, that well listen not everyone can do their job and have it be their passion true not everyone can have that luxury there's a lot of people who do have that luxury and like there are some days of the week where I'm like, God, I really love what I do. I do. Some days I'm like, God, I love what I do. And then there's other days where I'm like, you know, this is a bunch of bullshit. But then I think about, okay, the people that I help and service and work with and guide and support and control and help all day long. I'm like a lifeline to them and I hear nothing but amazing positive feedback from them all day long, every day, all week, every week, all year, all month, every day, you know? And it's like this, those, those, you have to pick the moments, it's not even just like the job you're doing, but it's like those, those small moments in the work that you're doing. Does it make a difference to someone else? Does it make a difference in some way? Whether you get a $25 gift card or no gift card or a oh, million dollars. <laughs> Whatever. You're stupid. Terrible. $200,000 they give me 50 bucks. Do you know how much money I save my company in helping people figure out the right strategic decisions for our people? Do you know how many recognition awards that I push through for people that are directly or indirectly related to work that I've done with those people? Yeah. But you're not... Are you generating... I'm in, like, the most thankless job that you could ever imagine. What? Can I help you? Do people say thank you to you? You're talking about a monetary reward. I'm just talking for about... For your own thankless no. job. Can, I, can you be... Stay on topic. Okay. You're talking about a monetary reward... Uh-huh. For your thankless job. Uh-huh. What kind of monetary reward do you think that other people get for their thankless jobs? Probably nothing. Thank you. But if they're not generating... Arrest my case! If they're not generating actual physical I generate sales, actual physical sales in making sure that we have the right people in all of our... Yeah, 
100%. No. And that we get all those you're, people hired you're, on. You're saving I'm, money and personnel. My yes. point is, my no, it's not saving money and personnel. My point is, is that there are thousands of different examples of things of people who are doing exactly what you're talking about. If you want to make money in sales, then go work in sales. Right. I'm not. I'm not a salesman. You a bitch. But I turned in what significant sales leads. Well, then you should have told them what you wanted for your leads before you did that. What one percent? Before I tell you, listen, bitch. I want a lot of money before I give you my due. <laughs> okay. Next time, now you know. Lesson learned. These are the life lessons. Now you know. It doesn't matter. That you don't give that shit to them because, well, it'll help the customer. But do it because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to do it for swag and free shit. You're a fucking bullshitter. <laughs> that's that's if I'm the getting, thing. If I'm getting $25... You, you only want to do it because you want something back for it. No. Instead of doing it because it's the right thing to do. How is it the right thing to do when both... It helps the customer. Okay. So if it helps the customer... No. <laughs> no, what? No, if go, it, ahead. go ahead. The customer is going to find... <laughs> you suck. <laughs> All right, let's talk about how much you suck. So, how, let's see. This what? was uh, Tuesday, November 17th. You wrote it down yeah. when I sucked last? Yeah, you sucked real bad. Real or bad. hard? Hard and bad. Okay. Um... So everyone in the house has been on head headsets, like at some point. We'll Her be we'll be done headsets. soon. It's like an hour and a half. We'll be Jesus done soon. Christ. Everyone has been on headsets for school or work or whatever. Yeah, Emma shushes me all day long. Yeah, because you won't shut up. Well, I'm on calls. I'm busy. She's have, learning science. I have work to do, and she's like, shh. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm trying to talk to my business people. Yeah. People. What? What so you got? So, I came in one day. Yeah? How'd that work out for you? And you snapped your fingers at me. Like the dog? <laughs> and, which it. is awesome, by the way. When you snap your fingers at me, I really enjoy that. Thank oh, you. yeah? Uh-huh. You like it? Yeah, do it naked. Oh. Uh, and then you gave me the over hand gesture. What was that for? I don't remember. What was the over hand gesture? Over was because I, I think I was supposed to turn around, is what you meant. But you were giving me the over the fence. No, you if know? I wanted you to turn around, I would have given you the Which is, Disney. nope, but you did not. No, I would have nope. given you the spindly. You gave me the over the hand gesture instead of the turn around. So you know you know the difference. You're telling me Which now that meant you know I the difference. I was trying to tell you to go, to go over the over fence over somewhere else. No, I'm not. Mm -mm. Uh huh. You get you, instead of the Your turn notes around. Your are terrible. You're not good at notating. Your secretary sucks. Whoever she is. <laughs> Siri, she's a horrible bitch. Uh, so you were on the phone. You gave me the overhand gesture. Mm-hmm. And that was not the right gesture. For whatever you need me to turn around for. And I don't remember what it so, was. So, you didn't write it down? What you needed? You're a terrible 
Secretary. No, I'm just saying, like, if we were in battle, you would have got me shot and killed. Because yeah. you were like, go over, and I would have jumped over the fence and got shot. When you should have said, turn around because they're shooting at us, go the other way. Um, but you can't confirm if that's what I meant. Mm. Because you didn't write it down. I just know you snapped. So, you I'm going to say over. your notes are terrible. You gave me the over. You didn't, you're not complete in your note taking. So, we have to work on that. Really? We have to work on it? How, how, many, <laughs> how many episodes have you contributed to a year later? Oh. Okay. Help so me out. Before we start having some kind of weird, the parents are fighting on the podcast episode, um... He's really mad because he wants us to do this every weekend, and I get it. And we will work on doing it. it more frequently. Mm-hmm. He's so grumpy about it. No. Okay. We'll see you guys in like two weeks. Now, let's do monthly. Monthly. Can we go for a month? Can a you, month. Can you commit to that? I will commit to a month. Once a month. Listen. The last time we were here, I was like, totally admitted it was my fault that we hadn't done a lot of these. And then, we had a fucking pandemic. And you know what? I'm sorry. My work is not mindless and stupid. Wow. My work is actually important and very taxing on the brain. My brain hurts. I can't make you funny on podcast. (laughs) Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Hey, suck my dick, everybody. Suck my dick. Every uh, Episode 7, it's an hour and a half. Suck our dicks. Suck the dicks. Thanks for coming <laughs> back. Uh, the email again is 68casadeawesome at gmail.com. We don't, we don't care what your opinion is. No, I don't want to hear your opinion, but if you want to, if you have questions or you'd like to hear something discussed, you're disgusting. Um, let us know, cause tell us your ideas for what you want to hear us fucking talk shit and banter about. Yeah, clearly we don't know what to talk about, and it's just gonna turn into mom and dad fighting, and nobody wants to hear that. Never. Eventually, it'll turn into us just having sex. What? What? On the internet? We don't hate each other. No, so but you can't do that honest. on the internet. It's the number six, the number eight, Casa de Awesome. Spell it out, you fucking gringos. <laughs> at gmail.com. We love you. We love you. And, and uh, Stay as, safe. As long as my wife holds up her end of the bargain, we'll talk to you again in 30 days and every 30 days thereafter. All right. All right. Thanks again. Mask Good. out. Bye.